and welcome to Unfiltered Gen Z with me, Eliza Staples. I started this podcast to create a safe space to share advice and tips for young women, especially Gen Zs, as growing up can be difficult in such a fast-paced world. My aim with Unfiltered Gen Z is to help you to gain confidence, to break down taboos that aren't spoken about enough in the media, and give advice that I wish I had known growing up as a teenager. Throughout this podcast series, we will explore five key topics of self-image, dating, mental health, social media and the LGBTQ plus community, all of which I am sure you can relate to in some way or another. We will explore these topics from different perspectives to provide you with interesting twists and unique answers. To help me break down these topics, I will be joined by a different guest each week who can share their knowledge in the field, debate key subjects and give you guys advice. Today we will focus on self-image, where I will be interviewing Ellie Sweet, a Gen Z 23-year-old influencer who posts about body confidence and mental health. She has 27,000 followers on Instagram and uses her platform positively to promote self-love. Here's a little teaser of what's to come in today's episode. I used to use filters almost every single time I went on my stories. Weight gain, saggy boobs, razor bumps. I was big enough for people to hate me now. Now, what does self-image actually mean? Well, Random House Dictionary defines self-image as the idea, conception or mental image one has of oneself. So let's break this down. Self-image is how we mentally perceive ourselves. So this is a huge part of our lives, especially as we're growing up with social media, as we decide what image to show others. I caught up with Ellie and we discussed all things self-image and social media. So... Let's get into it. Tell me how it all started. When did you build your following up? And how did your body confidence page come around? I had the Instagram page from young because it's the first one I started. I came across Nelly London and I followed her for a long, long time. And um, she was the first person I had ever seen with hip dips. Mm. which was something that I was very insecure about for a long, long time. Like, I would choose not to wear certain things because it would enhance my hip dips and I didn't want them to be shown. I wanted to hide them as much as possible. And then when I saw her embrace it, it really showed me that I could embrace it too. And then it got to a point where I felt confident enough to... um, try and influence it I get I guess a bit bit more to people how long have you been doing your Instagram account I've been doing my Instagram for about a year and eight months and do you have any other social media accounts that you use or is it predominantly Instagram yeah no it's mainly Instagram I don't really use anything else I don't I don't have Twitter or TikTok or anything like that I just do Instagram pages of breath of fresh air on my feed and I'm sure for many other girls but do you ever have days where you struggle with self-image or confidence and how would you recommend others to get through that I definitely do struggle with those days as well I think because um self-love is usually 
a journey, a straight road. It's not just straight away, yeah, you love yourself every single day. You you have to fight with the uh, thoughts that come into your head because everyone has moments where they compare to other people. Reminding is really, really a big thing to me. Like, even if you look in the mirror and you um, compliment yourself or... And, and another thing that <clears throat> really, really helped my um, journey is to never insult yourself. With social media, there's an unsaid pressure to look good all of the time and to put your best version of yourself out there, leading to people editing their pictures and using filters to smooth blemishes and not presenting their real self online. So have you ever used filters on Instagram in the past? And what are your opinions on filters on social media? I definitely am guilty of it in the past. I haven't for a long time now, but I used to use filters almost every single time I went on my stories. And um, when I sort of realised that it was damaging, I tried to prevent myself from doing it. It sort of like plays tricks on you and makes you think that you look better when your face is distorted, but it's not. And it's so easily accessible. I mean, you go to do a story and they're all right there and you might tap in just to try mm. and you think, oh, my nose looks slimmer. And they are, some of them are quite subtle, but they do just change your features and it it just can't be healthy for um, especially younger girls to be their first experience of social media, to be those filters. So would you advise people to stop using filters or try to stop using them as much if they're trying to gain self-love? Yeah, I would definitely recommend to stop using filters. And that's really interesting to hear from you as an influencer because a lot of influencers do edit and filter their photos, um, which isn't the best example for young girls growing up. So yeah, that advice of just trying to use them less and to grow self-love for your true appearance is, um, is really great advice. advice would you give to girls who are growing up and trying to find their feet whilst also navigating social media like Instagram obviously a big one is pay attention to who you follow on Instagram so like if you go on Instagram and you see a certain influencer and every single time you see that influencer you feel bad or crap in some kind of way then you should unfollow them and then maybe maybe exchange them for someone who you can look at and feel good from seeing. You need to, I guess, try and make it the best place for you on there um, and do the normal things like remind yourself that it is a highlight reel and that you see every single part of yourself and you only see what they show you. So far, we've spoken about filters, influencers, and how to build a positive feed. I wanted to come on and recommend to you guys to go and watch the Netflix Explained documentary on plastic surgery. It's really interesting and touches on the issues we've spoken about today. It talks about the phrase, the Instagram face. And this is what Gen Zs tend to look like for the ideal image, as we all see it on social media. But the documentary goes on to show that this look is not real. In fact, most of these influencers have had filler or plastic surgery of some sort, or they edit their images. They talk about an app called Facetune, where you can completely select pre-altered faces, making users less unique 
and as they all start to look the same. Let's see how Ellie embraced her flaws and what advice she would give to us to love our features that make us unique. I loved one of your posts about um, your stretch marks. And I think you said, don't hate on beautiful signs of growth, which I just think is a fantastic way of thinking, especially as, as, as our younger audience, you are going to grow and you're going to develop hips or bigger boobs or bigger bum and you're going to grow into a woman. I think it's nice to see images of stretch marks because you don't often, but um, were you ever self-conscious of, of anything like this growing up and how did you choose to accept them and make them your own? Well, I was self-conscious of almost everything I embrace now <laughs> yeah. so um and I remember I actually remember getting stretch marks on my stomach because I have I've for a long time had stretch marks on my hips because my hips grew quicker than everything else I I knew that they was called stretch marks and I think that freaked me out more because I was like stretch that means I've got bigger and I was afraid of the fact that I had got bigger instead of realizing that I was just growing and turning into a woman and like our bodies are forever growing and that's that's a that's an incredible thing our bodies do so much for us that's why that's why they allow us to grow and they allow us to change and they allow us to have like these different little marks on our bodies whether that's stretch marks um bruises spots um scars they just make us that little bit more unique and that little bit more beautiful. I read a statistic um, from the World Counts website. It was an experiment with um, women and after viewing images of fashion models, it says seven out of 10 women felt more depressed and angry than before. It didn't really surprise me at all because I thought, well, I often feel really low. If I'm sat scrolling through Instagram and I'm seeing influencer after influencer and a nice hot country in a bikini, it's not anything I can relate to. It does it does set you back. What we've surrounded ourselves with for so many years is, like you say, the highlight, the highlight reels of everyone. And um, just seeing the highlight reels of, of everyone is going to make us feel pressure. It's going to make us feel like we need to do something else or do more or looks a certain way or act a certain way. But if we're surrounded by things that feel comfortable to us, that just makes us feel happy and comfortable, which is what we need. In March, 2021, Instagram let users hide their likes um, to try and reduce social media pressure. Did this help you in any way or is it something like something that doesn't really affect you too much? Well, likes haven't affected me for quite a while now, but um, I did go for a stage where if I didn't get enough likes, I wouldn't think the post was good enough. I wouldn't think the picture was good enough and all of this crap. But um, I actually am not really affected by likes now. So I personally don't hide my like account. But I completely understand why people do. And I do think that it is a good feature to have because I think it's good for people to decide whether they want it to be shown or whether they don't. I was talk about making it 
say whether a picture is edited or not, but I don't think that ever happened. Is there any ways where you think social media platforms should change? I definitely think that um, it should change with when a picture is edited as well, yeah. because there's so many pictures on Instagram that are that we have no idea and they make us think the worst things about ourselves. And um, like, it's everyone's personal choice whether they want to edit a edit a picture I personally think it's damaging and I don't agree with it but it's everyone's personal choice therefore I think it should be their personal choice while not damaging others and I think if you had to sort of declare oh I photoshopped my body or I've, I've smoothed my face if you had to literally declare it, I think people would stop I think it would be a really positive change um, so hopefully that sort of thing gets introduced any influencers you would recommend to our unfiltered gen z listeners to follow who can break up their feeds with the classic um influencer stereotypes isabella davis every time yeah every time she is incredible she breaks all stigmas she really does she um talks about um weight gain saggy boobs razor bumps she's incredible i would always always recommend isabella to everyone Fab, thank you. And um, I like um, Chessie King. She's also great. When you find these people, so if you go on Isabella or Chessie King's, go on who sort of they surround themselves with or who they do collabs with. And the more people you follow, the more it will come up and the more you'll have a positive feed. And I think this is the change that's needed. There is a lot of bigger pages that just post loads of stuff. Like there's a, there's a page called Non-Airbrushed Me and um, it basically shares loads of different accounts. So you can find different accounts all the time from pages like that. There's another one called the, um, the Self-Love Bible and them two are two of my favorite ones where I can get really good accounts from. Ellie has just shared and recommended some great influencers and pages which share self-love tips, which you should all go and follow. Their links will be in the show notes. But let's see what advice she has for more physical things we can put into daily practice to help develop our self-love. I like to say three things a day that I like about myself. It helps to write it down, but you don't have to just literally say them. Um, And as well as that, to not insult yourself like it's easy for us to just say oh I look like this I look that but like if you try and prevent yourself from saying that it becomes easier for you to learn to love yourself um and as well as that like don't avoid looking at yourself because you have to see and know all parts of yourself in order to accept that it's definitely important to spend time alone with yourself naked and look at yourself in the mirror naked it really does help but it's important to do the uncomfortable things to therefore gain the love and the acceptance and the respect for yourself that you should have always had yeah it's really good advice I mean it's it almost sounds like a small step you know just to to look at yourself in the mirror but it it would it will do so much for your self-love it's so important To 
expand further on today's topic of self-image, it's also important to touch on self-presentation, more than just the physical image. There are lots of aspects that influence how people see us, for example, attitudes, interests, or even something like political stance. You could have a conventionally beautiful person to society, but in fact they may have very different morals to you, which would make them unappealing. So the question arises, do some people need a mental makeover rather than a physical one? Let's see what Ellie thinks about self-presentation on social media. I think a lot, a lot of stuff on Instagram, it's not just the way you look, it's like people's lifestyles as well. Like a lot of people... Um, compared to people who have got money and a lot of a lot of the time they aren't showing like the bad sides of life when they're struggling with their mental health or like life isn't that easy people often just show the glamorous side of instagram and i think that makes people feel bad about their life not only the way they look topic of influencing and posting on social media and the ideal image we've spoken about previously I want to get a bit more journalistic here and ask is self-love always good can it ever lead into self-obsession I mean self-love isn't as black and white as it seems self-love is mainly self-acceptance so it's to do with accepting all parts of yourself and um being kind to yourself and like being gentle with your emotions and stuff so I don't think it's as simple as just it's just loving yourself because it's not and I think as human no matter how much you do love yourself you're always going to have stuff that you struggle with and that's just a human trait so I don't think being human there will ever be a point where it will be self-obsession I think if it ever comes across as self-obsession it's more someone putting on a front than actually being obsessed with themselves because I just don't think it's possible. When thinking of the concept of like narcissistic behaviour, I mean, there's some mm. parallels between them, but I think the difference is like self-love recognition comes from within yourself, whereas narcissism yeah. comes from praises from others. So I think that's a key difference. Also, a trait of narcissism is to sort of camouflage your imperfection to just believing you're perfect, whereas self-love, as you say, it's about accepting them. Is there any advice you'd give to listeners to prevent sort of the line between self-love and self-obsession from happening? Mainly just to be true to yourself. Like if you're having a down day, allow yourself to have a down day be honest with yourself about the fact that you don't feel great right now be honest with the fact that you don't love everything about yourself it's, it's about being honest with yourself and being gentle with your emotions and how you feel it was very interesting hearing ellie's thoughts on the line between self-love and self-obsession I wanted to continue talking about social media and ask Ellie about the downsides of being an influencer. So, have you ever experienced hate comments? How did this make you feel and how did you overcome it? Um, yeah, I definitely have got a fair few hate comments. Um, I usually block every single hate comment I get because I just think, what's the point in surrounding yourself around that? And um, obviously at first it was kind of like, I'm doing a good thing. And when people hate it, you're like, whoa. 
like sorry and you feel a bit you feel a bit um disheartened but um I'm very aware that the people that are able to spread hate towards people just don't have enough love for themselves and I remember this one time when um I got um loads of hate comments in like one day and I remember just saying to my friends I was like I've made it (laughs) because all I took from that was that I was big enough for people to hate me now. I, I personally do not get why people leave hate comments, but you're completely right. It's those who maybe don't feel as good about themselves. They want to project hate onto others and they'll go out looking for things just to be nasty about and there's absolutely no need. I just truly believe if you really love yourself, then you will not hate others. So finally, um, I've loved talking to you about all things social media and self-image. It's so interesting to have an influence perspective. Um, But I wanted to finish the interview off by asking you, if you could talk to your younger self now, um, what advice would you give her? I think as simple as it is, I think I would just say like, just to keep going and that it will it will be okay and it will work out and then you'll be proud of yourself for yeah. keeping going um and finally do you have one last word for the listeners just don't give up on yourself to be honest because it it's hard and it's not as easy as it as it comes across but the more you do it and the longer you try for the easier it becomes so just don't give up no matter how hard it seems That's all for this week's episode. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Ellie as much as I did. Talking to an influencer about her first-hand experience of social media was so interesting. After listening to this episode, I hope you have a further understanding on the concept of self-image and are more aware of the unrealistic highlight reel that Instagram offers and joined in with the debate about where the line is with self-love and self-obsession. This episode's call to action is to go and give our fabulous guest, Ellie, a follow on Instagram to see more of her motivational content. We also spoke about some great accounts to follow to help you curate a feel-good feed. The handles for all of these will be in the show notes, as well as links to mental health sites if you're struggling with that at all. The sites offer information and resources. As a fellow Gen Z, I hope there were themes throughout this episode which you could relate to. If you enjoy this content, be sure to listen to next week's episode, Love After Lockdown, where we will be discussing the online dating world for the Gen Zs. I will be joined by a sex therapist who will break down sex taboos for women, giving advice on first-time experiences. We will also debate the concept of porn and whether it creates an unrealistic expectation for sex. So make sure you give it a listen as I know it's going to be an interesting one. See you next week from the Unfiltered Gen Zs.